Welcome to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close, where I'll be sharing with you everything that I've learned to close leads. I went from quitting my first sales job because I was too scared to talk to strangers to becoming a VP of sales for multiple tech startups where I built a sales team from scratch and led them to an acquisition. I'll teach you how to schedule more demos on your calendars, close at least 50% of your demos, and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. All right, everyone. So back to SaaS Talks from Lead to Close. We have our monthly special. Today, we have a very special guest. I know every, every month I say very special guest, but you all know who this is. Kevin Dorsey, many of you know him as KD. He's the host of Live Better, Sell Better podcast. You should check it out. Um, I'll put the link at the end of the episode. Um, he's also practice lead for sales leadership for winning by design. And I felt like we had enough conversation about discovery. Sure, we can always get more of it um, and how to do it. But I think what this episode needs and what this podcast needs is a little bit more of closing. And I think Katie is the perfect person to talk about it. And so Katie, I'm going to pass you the mic. You're going to talk about a strategy that you would recommend someone for closing. I'm going to, I'm going to stay true to the episode and I'm going to put uh, 20 minutes on the clock. If we end earlier, that's fine. If we bleed over, that's fine too. But I want to stay true to the episode. So you have the mic. Let's go, baby. I'm, I'm ready for it. We'll dive in here. Now, I do want to make a quick disclaimer on this. This assumes you've done proper discovery. All right. I want to make sure I call that out real fast because, you know, you've covered a lot of discovery, but the close is set up from discovery. So again, assumption is you've already done proper discovery and we're going to dive into three key things here. So the first is the educate, demonstrate buy-in framework for your demo, right? So to call this out, y'all, closing is easy. All you have to do to close is ask, more will you buy? Look at that. Everyone can be a closer. It's getting someone ready to close. That is the hard part. And so the first framework we're going to talk about here is educate, demonstrate, buy-in. So when you are running your demo, you want to be thinking about feature by feature, how can I educate them? And not educate them about the feature. Educate them on even why you're talking about that feature. Why does that feature matter? Why does it plug into their world, right? So like use sales training. You could talk about, oh, I walked them through discovery. No, no, no. Why does discovery matter? So you have to educate them. So as you know, like, you know, the first thing that matters for training is they got to open up the right way. If you don't have proper discovery, nothing else matters. You educate them on why you're about to show them what you're showing them. So do you have facts, trends, industry insights around the topic? Educate first, then you move to demonstrate. Now you're showing, here's how it actually does what I'm talking about. Right. Here's how the training actually leads to a better discovery. Here's what's included in here. And that demonstrate has to have the STFW. And I'm not going to cuss on this show unless you give me the thumbs up that I can. Yeah, thumbs up. But, okay. <laughs> but when you're demonstrating, you have to follow STFW. So the fuck what? All right. So first, we're going to open up with a session on discovery questions. So the fuck what? Well, because without the right questions, you can't connect it at the end. So the fuck what? You got to think like your prospect is always internally asking the STFW question. So when you're demonstrating the product, you need to be able to go two to three layers deeper on STFW. So the F what, right? So we educated. Now we're demonstrating, but giving them the so the F what for each thing that we're showing. And the what should be connecting back to what you found out in discovery. 
right? Like you're talking about when you, so if someone when it comes down to the demonstrating uh, stage, it, you're the rep should be demonstrating the feature that that is tied back to what you've learned from discovery. Correct, right? And explaining the connection, right? So so often salespeople we show it and we hope they are connecting the dots versus explaining it, right? So like more as you told me earlier, right? That like your deals seem to be dying after the first demo. Now, a common reason for that is we're not getting the actual pain points. We're not getting any reason for them to continue the conversation. So I want to show you this framework that we use for discovery. And you can see how it's built. It's built to actually pull out the insights. It's built to actually get those pain points. We're going to teach them how to ask that secondary question so they know why the deal should continue forward. Right. So I'm, I'm demonstrating, but I'm pulling it back to the what, which is what you wanted to accomplish in discovery. Yeah. So what, what I heard there when you were doing that little role play, um, you, it's, I think that's something I talked about in your, in your uh, podcast, but you brought up discovery. So the disco is, is, is essentially bro- like bubbled back up before you show the feature. So you said uh, more, you had mentioned that your demo close rate is blank, whatever it is. Typically that happens because of this, that's the educate part. And then you're about to show them the feature. Correct. Right. And so now I'm showing like what that training looks like, or I'm showing like the, the frameworks that we use and again, pulling it back to why it solves the problem that we found out in discovery. Love it. That's the demonstrate. Then we move to the buy-in, right? And this is where we call them BLCs, benefit laden check-ins. So we're not asking the questions of, does that make sense? Or any questions. A BLC is a benefit laden check-in. So I'm asking you to tell me the benefit of what I just showed you. So these questions sound like this. So more, how does this compare to how they're running discovery right now? What would these questions let your reps do that they can't do now? What sort of impact do you think this would have on your close rates? Would this improve the discovery for your people? You're asking benefit check-ins where you're getting them to tell you the benefit. Most salespeople tell the benefits. So more, these questions are really going to help your people set up for a great demo. Versus if your reps actually ask these questions, would that make a better demo? And you get them to tell you the benefit of what you just showed, right? So is that educate, demonstrate, and buy-in. And you're going, so first more, I got to check in. Do we understand why discovery is important? Like based off what we've covered, do you understand why discovery is important to your close rate. Yep. No, I get it. Okay. So then perfect. So how does this compare to the questions your team's asking right now? They asking pain questions. They asking those second layers. Well, no, not really. What would happen to your demo if they did? Now they're telling you the benefit of what you just showed, as opposed to just telling them the benefit. So that's the framework, educate, demonstrate, buy-in feature by feature in your demo. Question on the on the on the benefits part. You said uh, one of the questions that you should ask, sort of like the benefits question, like how does that impact your close rate? I like that question. When I when I when I first got into sales, that was like the, one of the first questions I was taught to ask. But I feel like if someone asks me that on a demo, if I'm like getting a demo from a vendor, and they ask me that, I just feel like mm, that's such a salesy question because I feel like every been everyone's been educated to ask that question. I mean, what, what are your, what's your take on it? Because like, how does that impact your close rate more? Like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You, you, somebody told you to ask that question. Yeah. So one, no, tone drives everything. And you've talked about this, right? The yeah. way you ask that question does sound super salesy, right? right? 
Okay. So, and this is the thing too, people will like to call out bits and pieces of this. The framework prevents a lot of that salesiness from happening. If you actually did educate, if you actually did demonstrate, and then I ask you, so like, what do you think would happen if they actually ran a demo this way? Right. It sets it up versus, oh, so more, what would happen if you're like, so tone drives it first. That's the first. The second is we have to remember this is salespeople. There are things that we don't like because we say them or hear them all the time that our prospects never hear. So, you know, this damn well more, and I'm going to call this out, right? You train salespeople, right? You train salespeople, you coach salespeople. Of all the demos you've been in, how often have you ever actually been asked an impact question? probably more less often than that. Like I, I can't even count it in my hands. Like you follow what I'm saying here. Yeah. So you, you literally just said, everyone's been taught to do that. Everyone's been trained to no yeah. one actually does. Right. No one actually is asking that question. Right. And so what you can do with it is you can change the framework, but it's, I love the comparison question. How does this compare to what you're doing right now? How do you think, and notice the difference here, not how will, like, how do you think this will impact your closer? Do you think it'll give you a better chance? Because if you don't think that'll give you a better chance, we don't need to talk about anything. Yeah. Right. So I'm not asking for that quantified. What do you think would happen to your close rates? Do you think we could double them? I'm just getting you to say, yeah, we'd have a better shot to close. Yeah. I, I call that gauge. I, at least like you have, uh, that's the, your framework. My framework is called that gauging interest where after I show a feature, I want to know, are we closer to the finish line or we're taking three steps back? So I'll ask like what you said, how does that compare to if you say, Hey, it's not exactly what I was looking for. Then I, I can't mark a check next to like, we're closer to the finish line. Right. Quite another question. Um, you said um, educate and educate them about not necessarily your product, or your features, but sort of like industry insights and all that stuff. Do you think that depends on the buyer? So for example, I have a, uh, if, if you're talking to a prospect, I, I, my opinion and sort of belief in what I've noticed is that there are always two types of prospects. If you look at SaaS and non-SaaS, a buyer that's coming from some sort of solution, whether it's a competitor of yours or not even a competitor, but it's some makeshift uh, solution, or they're not coming from a solution, they're brand new to a solution. So like they don't know what they don't know. So for example, like when once I evaluate, I was evaluating Gong, my type, my buyer, uh, uh, like my buying scenario was, I've never used any conversation intelligence solution. I have nothing to compare it to. So I'm a new to solution. And so in that case, I needed to be heavily educated about the industry and whatever it is versus let's just say now I've used Gong and now I'm deciding to switch to another platform. I don't need to be educated. I know what's in the market. Now just tell me why you're better. Do you think the education piece depends on where the buyer is coming from? 100%. And where do you find that out? discovery right yeah, so again I, I like this is like you said i want to talk closing i'm like i'm gonna talk closing <laughs> this assumes you did proper discovery right because the flip you have an educated buyer who do you ask to educate them so you don't educate them it's going so more you told me in disco you've been using call recordings for years why did you get started in it like why do you value yeah. call recording so again, like we're skipping, oh shoot, I messed up my mic. We're skipping, like discovery is everything and ever, it never actually stops, right? You have to keep going. But if I find out you've been doing call recordings for years, now it's like, all right, so why do call recordings matter to you, right? Like what have they done for your business? What got you into it? Now you're educating me on why call recordings matter. 
right? So that's the framework there. But again, the assumption right now is you did proper discovery and that discovery is happening throughout this process. Like it's hard to skip disco, right? Like yeah. this, the, oh, I think a lot of your questions are actually coming back to, well, but what about this? Well, that was in disco. Well, how do you know this? You find that out in disco. So yeah. it's making sure like that, that's why that's so important. You, you can't, you know, I was doing a, a training for an AE team the other day and, uh, and I was telling them like, you can't ask for the clothes if you don't know if they're interested in buying, if you don't know if they're, they liked what you showed them. If at the end of the call, like you've done your, your, uh, your educate, demonstrate, buy-in and like you're doing those like gauging interest and pulse checks, you're like, yeah, they're, they're clearly interested. At the end of the call, it's just a matter of purely asking. Um, and that's where and that's where we'll transition to, right? So this is why the benefit check-ins are so important, right? So not just a gauging of interest, but like if they told you, like, yeah, that is faster than what we do. They told you, no, we're not asking those types of questions. They told you, yeah, I mean, that would definitely set up for a better demo. Now I'm stacking the ammo, right? I'm stacking up the things that they told me. And this is how we set up the close, right? So setting up the close is very, very important, right? You never ask someone to buy who you don't know if they want what you have, Yep. right? And so the way that we set this up, we call it the might make sense. We say, all right, so, so more, I mean, this might make sense. You told me you're trying to achieve X and you're struggling with Y. Before we even talk pricing, before we even get into contract or get into legal, like, what do you think? Do you think this will actually help solve X better than what you're doing right now? Because if not, we don't even need to keep talking, right? Do you think this will solve X better than what you're doing right now? This is your pre-close question. And salespeople, you have to listen here. You are listening for a hard yes. If they say yes, your next question is, great, why? What stood out to you the most? Now who's selling who, by the way? Yeah, they're selling you. They're selling back to you. Here's why I think this will solve better than what we're doing right now. This is what stood out to me the most, right? You're getting them to sell back to you why they think it's going to work for them. I love, uh, I love the, the, the pre-closed question uh, uh, label. I love that because I, it's funny. I, I do it on calls and I, I train A's to do that, but I don't necessarily have a name for it. I'm like, you just have to like, you know, ask them, but like, there's a name for it. It's called pre-closed question. Pre-close. <laughs> like, close. Right. Before you ask for the close, you need to know if they think it's going to solve a problem. And what this also does, it helps you suss things out because salespeople, I said a hard yes. They said, yes. Yeah. I like it. No. Yeah. This is good. That's a hard yes. What they're going to give you often is a soft yes or a deflection. And it'll sound something like this. Like, what do you think? What do you think this is going to solve some of the disco problems your team has been having, the low close rates that you've been seeing? Like, do you think this will solve it better than what you're doing right now or not? Because otherwise we don't have to talk. They say, well, yeah, but it depends on price. No, it doesn't. Whether you believe it will solve the problem has nothing to do with price. That's affording it. I want to know whether or not you think it's actually going to solve the problem, right? Because if it doesn't solve the problem, does the price matter more? So if you if they say, let's let's do a, a quick role play. If they say, yeah, it depends on the price. What's your response? Is it totally get it? Out of price aside, Kevin. And then you go back to the question. 
Yeah, I'm a little bit more direct though. Like I like, I don't like to do, you know, talk about like the salesy stuff, right? Like I would never say that aside to a friend. I would say, well, hold on. The price actually doesn't impact whether you think it's going to solve the problem. If you're asking for price, does that mean you do think it will solve the problem? Again, I'm coming back to it, right? If you're asking for price, does that mean you think it will solve the problem? Do you get pushback for that? Like, like uh, at least me, maybe it's my ego, but if someone like challenged me there, I'd be like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, Right. So, and this is, again, that's you in a role play on this call. If you have just been with me for 30, 40 minutes, and I've been educating, demonstrating buy-in, we've been having a conversation, you have a certain level of rapport at the end to have that type of conversation. And again, something you're big on, tone. Right. I'm not challenging. I'm not saying, hold on more. No, no, no. It's like, well, actually, hold up. Like, if, if you're asking for price, does that mean you do think it'll solve it? Because you wouldn't ask it otherwise, would you? So the, your tone sounds almost confused. And yes. so you're looking for clarity and that's where it comes off. Interesting. Right. So it's like, they'll say, well, yeah, no, I think, I think it will. I just, I'm worried if we can afford it. Hey, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Cause otherwise we don't need to talk price. What's right? another deflection response beyond the price that you're like, you're, you're, they're sort of beating around the bush, but it's not price related. Well, it's actually not my decision. I need to run this by my team. So what would be your response for that? Oh, I did. I totally get it. But if you don't think this will work, neither will they. So do you think this will solve the problem? Otherwise, we can just save ourselves a whole lot of time. It's actually using the objection as the reason. Well, I got to mm. run this by my team. Well, of course you do. But if you don't like it, <laughs> neither will the team. Yeah. So where are we at right now? Right. And you can hear this in my tone. Y'all play this back. It's, it's the laughable. It's like the it's the brutal truth of like more if you don't like this your team's not gonna like it so do you think this will solve a problem or not otherwise you don't have to show this to your team yeah <laughs> we can end this here and just chat about the weather for the last five minutes that's great wow we love it um yeah we're, we're 60 minutes in we're under the 20 minute mark that's fine is there anything did i i mean i totally cut you off at one point so was there a, a continuation to the benefit or the, the benefits part or that was it okay. So the, the, like the benefit check-ins, right? That, again, you're trying to get as many of those as you can throughout and you're using it. But again, they're telling you at the end before you go for the close. And also I want to define close because I think this is where salespeople get jacked up, okay? A close is simply an agreement to action. Now the ultimate close is agreeing to buy. That's mm -hmm. the ultimate close. But before every call, you need to know what the secondary close is. Maybe you have an enterprise sale. Right? You're not one call closing this, but what is the close? What are you trying to earn at the end? So it could sound something more like this. Right? I was like, hey, before we talk about running this by your boss, before we talk about putting together a proof of concept, what do you think more? Like, do you think this is going to solve XYZ problem for you better than what you're doing right now? Or did we just miss the mark on this? And they say, no, I think it will. Okay, great. So then before we bring it to the boss. I want to know from you, like, what do you think? Why do you think this will work better? What was, what stood out to you? And notice how I'm seeding. The next step is to mm -hmm. talk to the boss. Yeah. Right. And they say, yeah, I like this or that's like, great. Now this is the final setup. Okay. Well, the best way to get you what you want more is that you and I get on a call together with blank, with legal, with your boss. 
gonna pause it real quick. Y'all hear once I know you want what I have, everything I'm asking for now is to help you get what you want. Well, the best way to get you what you want more is that we team up on this and we present this together to your boss. Now it sounds like I'm asking to get to the next level to help you, not just to help my quota, to help my sales process, right? Once I know you have what I want, everything changes, right? And so that's there. And then the last part of this, before we start to wrap, is maybe they say no. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Same question. Wait a minute. Doesn't sound like you think it actually will. What stood out to you? What doesn't fall into? Like, where did we miss on where you think this would solve the problem? Right? Well, I'm just, uh, it just might be too much. Oh, so this, okay, so that's a pricing concern. We'll get to price. I'm just, do you think this will solve the problem? Because otherwise, price doesn't matter. Right? But you got to listen, salespeople. You got to listen. Right. Because then once you know they want it, and if you are going for the close, the way that you also ask for the close is important. Okay. First of all, salespeople, you have to ask for it. Most salespeople do not ask for the close. They hope that the person says, How do I buy? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to move forward. Someone should able to buy by saying yes. That is how easy it should be to buy from you. They should just be able to say yes. So more, we're, we're here. We made it, right? We've gone through budget. We've gone through legal. We've talked about the customizations that we're going through. Can we get started working on this today for you? Can we get started working on this today? Can we start helping your team today? Can I start working with my team to get your website built out today? Notice they're getting something with the clothes. Not, can I get your credit card? It's like, can I start working for you today? Can I start making progress for you today? Yes, right? Yes takes the pressure off of them versus asking the buyer to say, all right, so more like, how do I buy? How much does this cost? What are next steps? That's putting all the pressure on the buyer versus saying, hey, can we get started on this today? And yeah, I like that. Close. The, the way I'm, the way I'm, I, I feel like uh, uh, someone that, isn't comfortable asking for a close or going for the close. They think closing is a statement. Like you've watched like boiler room or wolf of wall street, whatever it is, but closing is really a question. Just it's freaking it's discovery. It comes at all asking the question. Can we do this today? What, what, what can I do to earn your business today? All these questions that you're it's, it's, it's driving a close is a form of discovery. Mm -hmm. Right. And I want you to hear the way I'm asking this, right? Notice how often I'm always bringing back the problem. Always through the whole sure. process, the proposal, the close. Can I start solving this for you today? Can we start working on this for your team today? Right? Like we're still bringing up that problem. Because also to all my long cycle people, you want to know why deals stall out and why people end up ghosting because you stopped talking about the problem months ago. You talked about the problem, maybe in discovery, maybe. Maybe you talked about it in the demo, but then after the demo and all the follow-up, it's about the product, it's about pricing, it's about legal, and you lose that top of mind why I needed to change in the first place. To the very end, you are trying to solve a problem, and that's how you ask for the close is, can I solve this problem for you today? Can we get this going? That's awesome, man. This, this was, I would say this is one of the best episodes, in my opinion. Um, and I, and I started the monthly special not too long ago, so I don't have a lot to go off of, but from the episodes that I've done and from other podcasts I've done, this was one of the best, in my opinion, number one, because I don't think a lot of people talk about closing. They talk about 
prospecting, disco, which is plenty of it, but closing is an area that I think uh, needs to be talked about more. This was awesome. Is there anything you want to leave off the listeners? And then at the end of the episode, like on the description, I'll put your, your link and all that good stuff. Um, no, y'all just set, again, closing is easy. It's getting someone ready to close that is hard. That's where your focus needs to be is how am I taking someone from not wanting my product to wanting it? And you do that through discovery, educate, demonstrate, buy-in, and then piecing it all together at the end. So that's my parting thought. Awesome. And then where can they find you? LinkedIn, Twitter, what's your favorite? Find me on LinkedIn. I am at the connection limit. So you can give me a follow there and then, you know, jump on the, jump on the podcast and give it a listen. And if you find value, I do have the Patreon group as well, where I do more like I do trainings like this. Like I have an hour long training on running a demo, on running discovery, on going for the close. I got the heavy stuff there. Awesome. I'll put the link in the, in the description. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asulim.